This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I uh, wanted to talk about a health consideration, and uh, this is a major, major issue, as we've known in the province of Ontario, hallway medicine. Christine Elliott is the minister in charge of that file, and she's joined us on the line with a big announcement earlier today, and uh, she'll reiterate some of the highlights out at St. Joseph's Health Centre. Minister Elliott, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon and Happy New Year. Thank you, John. It's great to join you, and Happy New Year to you as well. So what is the big development? Well, we made an announcement today that uh, in order to build capacity in our healthcare system, specifically in our hospitals, uh, the government is granting uh, $5 million to the St. Joseph's Health Centre to start early planning for redevelopment and the build of a new clinical tower. As you might know, this hospital, uh, some parts of it uh, started almost 100 years ago. There are some parts that date back to the early 1930s. So it needs a major redevelopment, but it also needs expansion because we want to make sure that all of the citizens of Toronto are going to receive the care that they need now and into the future. All right. And so this is the initial funding, $5 million for planning. Uh, but yeah. What do you project, if I understand correctly, over 10 years, there's going to be $27 billion, with a B, poured into it? That- that's well, not into this project specifically, but into hospital infrastructure programs. Yes, twenty-seven billion dollars. Right. How much do you project in the GTHA uh, if you can break it out that way? Well, it's hard to say because this one is just in its early stages of planning, and there will be a, a lot of planning that will have to happen because it's not like some areas that have a lot of land around them where you can build the new and then demolish the old. Here, you're going to have to carry on operating a hospital as you're working on redevelopment and the build. So this is it's going to be a, a very expensive project. That's why this is a $5 million planning grant. Usually they're smaller, but because there's going to be both capital planning, how much is it going to cost and what will it consist of, as well as how do you figure out how to operate during all that time uh, is going to take a lot of uh, thought, consideration, and uh, and money. Are there timeline targets on this? It is something that I know is is pretty significant for the hospital. It's significant for the ministry as well. I don't have an exact date on it, but I know that everyone is keen to get started. Well, I would say uh, in urgency as of yesterday, because, uh, you know, this hallway medicine thing continues to fester, and the faster we can get things on plan, if I understand correctly, uh, a large part of it has to do with building much-needed capacity. Uh, In the case of St. Joseph's or other hospitals in the immediate area, What do you project in terms of maybe additional rooms? Well, there will be additional rooms in the uh, in the new and redeveloped facility. There's going to be more medical and surgical um, inpatient units and more places where people can have outpatient procedures done. There's a lot of people that can have those things, outpatient procedures done. And as, if people don't need to stay in hospital, that's certainly better for them and better for the system. So we will be ex- able to expand capacity, uh, both in terms of inpatient as well as outpatient facilities. Yeah, we've talked about this in the past. I mean, uh, the idea being that you want to find efficiencies as well as innovate. Uh, so projecting forward, because technology also uh, avails us of opportunities to maybe uh, get more bang for our buck. Uh, what other areas might you foresee, you know, with $27 billion earmarked over the next 10 years, uh, how might this play out where, as you just mentioned, uh, 
you know, outpatient procedures units and clinics uh, with mo- more in-home care and so on and so forth. And uh, I see where Reuben Devlin, who's been advising, I guess, the ministry to a certain extent, he was usually, he used to be up there, the CEO of the Humber River Regional Hospital. That's fully digitalized, I guess, uh, most advanced or one of the most advanced in North America. Do you foresee more of that here in Ontario? Absolutely. I think the more that we can uh, use technology, uh, the better. It's better for patients because it's not just a patient and a family doctor having a relationship anymore. It's the patient, the family doctor, perhaps a specialist, maybe a uh, psychologist or a physiotherapist or a dietitian. There are many people now involved in patient care, so there needs to be a way for them to all communicate together, of course, with the patient's permission. But that the digitization enables us to be able to do that. And there's also some great um, uh, discoveries and procedures that are happening in Ontario. We need to continue with the innovation agenda, um, not necessarily at St. Joseph's, but in other, uh, I'm sure they'll be able to continue to, to work on it, but there are some uh, hospitals that are developing new techniques for things that um, may help people that have uh, tremors, for example, Parkinson's and other issues, where instead of having to have brain surgery, they can now deal with the situation as a matter of um, focused ultrasound, and people can go in, be um, conscious, receive treatment, and have the problem fixed without ever undergoing surgery or having to stay overnight in hospital. That's what we're looking at. That's the best patient care, and that's why it's really important to continue that work and that work of research and innovation in Ontario. Again, with Christine Elliott, Minister of Health in the province, announcing today uh, there are redevelopment projects in the pipeline, $27 billion earmarked over the next 10 years, and uh, St. Joseph's Health Centre in the West End is uh, going to be the beneficiary of such with a new tower uh, that will, I guess, increase capacity. You talk about, too, a new and expanded emergency department, uh, so it suggests that there might be current issues or problems with these emergency departments. What do you foresee here? Well, I think it's really a question of capacity at St. Joseph's Health Center. Right now they have over 100,000 patient visits to the emergency department per year. And this is a hospital that uh, has been um, ongoing for almost a century. Those volumes weren't considered when the hospital was first built. So now because of increasing patient usage, we need to make sure that they can have more patients visit the uh, emergency department. And also, it's, it's best practices now, it's good, good medicine for people that might be having a mental health crisis to have uh, perhaps an area where they can go separately from the other population to where it's a bit quieter, where it's not as stressful for them or as stressful for the other patients. So all of these things that we're discovering now that we need to put into practice as we're building new facilities. Yeah, you mentioned adult, child, and adolescent mental health programs also a part of this redevelopment. Now, uh, previously, if I've got it right, $1.9 billion had been earmarked in this area. So of the $27 billion over 10 years, is that new money in addition to? Yes, this is new money. The $1.9 billion is really for programs. The $27 billion is for construction, for actually building new facilities. The other money is to, for dealing, helping people receive the, the treatment that they need, whether it's in hospital or as an outpatient or in the community. Minister, I've asked you this before, but uh, I'm just curious because it keeps popping up sort of, uh, you know, spontaneously in discussions we have about health care in this province. 
if the bricks and mortar, and I'm assuming, you know, the $27 billion for expanded redevelopment of infrastructure and so on, if it had been built by private interest, but the delivery is the province's responsibility and they fund that and underwrite it, uh, I don't know how, you know, this would all work uh, specifically, but if the bricks and mortar are a private concern, would you have a problem with that? Well, I think we actually have some hospitals that are already being developed as uh, public-private partnerships where the government is going to operate, but the maintenance, the building and the maintenance is done outside of that. I think that they're, um, they're operating quite well within our system. Not every project is going to be, uh, that's not going to be the best way to proceed with each one, but we do have a number of, of really good examples in Ontario. I see. So, uh you're not discounting that that might be the wave of the future then? I think that there's lots of options that we need to consider because we have um, a serious need for infrastructure um, builds and and upgrades in Ontario. People expect to um, go to high-quality hospitals that are in very good condition, and uh, we need to look to a variety of models, including incredible generosity on the part of private donors, too. There's a lot of people that um, that donate money for hospitals and for other programs. So I think that we all need to work together, that the uh, community, the public and private sectors and government need to work together to make sure that we will continue to have an excellent quality health care system. It's true, you know, uh, you can take a drive up University Avenue and see all of the various wings named after uh, wealthy philanthropists who are doing their part in stepping up into the breach where it's obviously necessary in the province. Uh, I appreciate your telling us about this uh, new development, investing $27 billion over 10 years to expand hospital infrastructure and uh, alleviate wait times. Uh, hopefully we can get everything in the pipeline sooner rather than later. But, Minister, it was uh, good to get your overview. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. Thank you, John. You've got it. Minister uh, Christine Elliott. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.